I'm Kevin H. I'm Kevin C. And I'm a Seth. And this is the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. So just a disclaimer, we are going to talk about some things that people might not be super comfortable with. We're going to use some language, a language that people are not going to be super comfortable with. That's adult language. So, Expletives. So sit back. Relax. And enjoy the show. Or not. That's cool, too. We want to start out by saying a special thank you to our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Studio offers some of the best quality sound and best-built headphones on the market without the outrageous prices that other brands offer. They offer a variety of different styles, including over-the-ear, wired earbuds, and completely wireless Bluetooth buds. The two newest models are the Klar, which are over-the-ear noise-canceling headphones that offer 30 hours of playtime. Hold on. 30 hours continuous playtime without being recharged. And the Tolve, which are totally wireless Bluetooth earbuds that offer seven hours of playtime in a case that holds four additional charges for the buds. So check out studio.com where you will find some of the best quality headphones and earbuds on the market. And if you enter Dark Windows 15 at checkout, they will take 15% off your entire order. Welcome everyone to the Dark Windows podcast. I'm your host today because everybody else said, fuck you. I'm out. I'm, I'm about to. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, I know I get distracted by looking at miniatures and like all that kind of stuff. I'm still here. No, oh, dude, I, I, I brought all my research material. You did. Right now, I'm looking at the Transformers collector's card game. I, I straight up fell asleep when he started talking. Not me, man. I'm Kevin Carlton, by the way. Oh, and I, I'm I'm the Seth because I'm not a Kevin. <laughs> yeah. So, so speaking of not being me. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be you. Definitely don't. However, if you or anybody you know is having difficulties paying the small, minute details on a miniature and you're getting really frustrated, head on over to GameEnvy.net, home of the hobby holder, as I was corrected once before. Not the hobby holder. You'll hear it in the Chuckle Fuckery episode. <laughs> oh, yes, you will. You can find the Hobby Holder, a 2-1 base combination little unit. It has a base of rotating 360 degrees, a handle for a variety of different hand sizes, and some other cool stuff too, like a brush bastion, a paint puck, and, you know, the sweet little custom wooden bases. You put all that stuff in your checkout cart, you put in the promo code BROADSTONE at checkout, save yourself 10% off the entire order. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't the bigger handle coming out soon, too, for uh, us more... The people that didn't join the Kickstarter? Yes. (laughs) And also a new ergonomic grip to go on to the base. So for us that are more well-endowed in the hand department... Motherfucker, I got the biggest (laughs) hands here! I got that orangutan foot hand! I got long fingers, though. That's my problem. Yeah, I'm super excited about this next one. And also, the night miniature was a part of the Kickstarter thing. Oh, that's why I couldn't find it. But they'll they'll come out. Interesting. Cool, cool, cool. Sweet. So, with that being said... As as we alluded to last week, part three of part three of three. Of, thank Christ yeah. of aducheries. <laughs> yeah, this is not another thing of Herb Bowmeister, but it's about the Fox Hollow. Yeah, same. I have to laugh. We've said his name so many different ways. It's Bowmeister, Bowmeister, Boobmeister, Boobmaster. As I like to say, <laughs> as I like to say, Boobmaster. Boobmaster. Not, not to be confused with Dean Ambrose, who's the Titty Master. He's the boob master. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. We're going to talk about the haunting or, yeah, haunting, I guess, of Fox Hollow Farm today. Um, so this all started off when Vicky and Rob Graves, they 
went and actually looked at the house in 2006. Now, were these, these were people that were looking to buy it, right? Yeah, I okay. was actually I was getting to that. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. They, I, yeah, they I was just look, like, they like, went looked minute, at the house in like, 2000. Yeah. I, I was thinking like, were they on a show or were they buying the house? Okay, yeah, so they okay. went and looked at the house in 2006 because they were looking to purchase it. Awesome. Because they wanted to move out of the city with their kids, and you know, why not want, move to a giant house that looks like a compound? We've, yeah, they 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 literally liked it, and I guess one of the things that uh, Rob said that really caught his eye was the fact that. The house had a swimming pool with a weird like section of hose not attached to anything. <laughs> Why does this hose look like it's been cut in half? No, actually, the house when they looked at it was actually cleaned. They wow. actually didn't have any of anything inside. Well, that's of it. pretty good. You don't want to walk in there and be like, "Wow, this smells faintly like dead man soup." <laughs> you, yeah, the real estate agents walking you through, and here's the uh, the indoor pool, and you kind of like elbow your wife gently in the ribs. You go, "Why does it smell like sex and murder in here?" Doesn't smell well, like sh- sex and candy. It's, it's okay. It's it's just the chlorine. Well, by the time they <laughs> so smells when, like sex and candy, anyone? That, <laughs> yes, and candlelit hair, or something like that. I don't know, man. I love that song. Once they were actually done viewing the house, because at this point they were like, "Hey, yeah, we really like this." So they were like, "Well, um, okay, you know, this, this is really nice. What do you think about it? Oh, it's really, you know, it's good." Well, the the realtor goes, "Okay." Before, you know, we leave, excuse me, before we leave, um, I'm going to just let you know that of the history of the house. This is where the, if you haven't heard about it, Herb Bomeister, you know, he lived because he was the guy that killed. Countless people that we talked about last time. Well, they were like. The husband's like, ah, oh, Rob was like, oh, yeah, I, I did hear about that. I think I saw about that in the news and everything else. Well, it didn't dissuade him. They bought the house, okay, and in 2009 they actually moved in. Well, they must so they probably bought the house. Like, took some time. It didn't sell, and they, you know, of course, this was the one of the things that they were like, why, why the hell didn't it sell? Yeah. Yeah, because it's a beautiful property. They probably don't know what's going on and there. They, and they probably didn't want a ton of money for it, so they're like, that 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 typical like, dude, look at this thing. It's that. Wait, I'm, I'm like watching you going. I got. I found my superphone has all this fucking weird little facey <laughs> things. It's that typical haunted house shit where it's like, wow, this place is really nice. Why don't they want a lot of money for it? Yeah, and it has an indoor pool. What the hell? Yeah. You know? So, you know, they they bought the house and moved in in 2009, and. They, knowing fully what happened, everything. Well, it was then after they moved in, it wasn't too long after that that a friend of Rob's moved into an apartment that was, um, I guess, at a garage, barn, upstairs loft. I guess what it was, I guess really what it was of the like garage barn. Oh, okay, something. so it was like, like an apartment over like the over... mother in law apartment, I yeah, think they're called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this guy names was this guy's name was Joe LeBlanc, and he actually wanted to have a shorter commute as well. I think he I think it said that he actually worked with Rob. I'm not not hundred percent on that, but it really wasn't too long after they all moved in that shit really started to happen. Weird things like uh, of the paranormal taking place like 
um, they all had dr- really strange ass dreams, um, like they were being chased through the really? woods. Yep, that's kind and of fucking dark. One night, the dream was so bad that Joe actually woke up from having the dream and sprang out of bed and smashed his head on the door frame. Fuck. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's, you know, that's got to be a a pretty uh, strong dream for you to actually, like, want to wake up and be like, holy shit. I got to get the fuck out of yeah. here. <laughs> I've um, had dreams like that where I, like, was out like a light, gone, and then I woke up and thought somebody was in my house and had, like, a weird freak out moment. And, like, half awake, I had to clear my house. Yeah. Like, and check all the corners, check everything, and it's just like, whoa. Weird. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. Those are the weirdest dreams, but... I knew mine was because lack of sleep, very, like high levels of stress. Naturally, I'm a light sleeper, so I hear a weird noise, and the first thing I do is snap awake. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm being, you know, taunted by a ghost or anything like that. I mean, I, I've had, you know, I mean, your brain can do weird things anyway because yeah. you can have those. We've all had them. And anybody says they don't, they've never had it, you know. They're either A, weird, or, well, they're a better person than me, I guess. But they've had those dreams where they, you know, be out somewhere in the woods or whatever, and they have to go pee. Yeah. And in their dream, they're peeing, and then they actually end up peeing. <laughs> My, mine is usually because I have to get up and go to the bathroom, but the floor is made of snakes, so I'm just like, I can't piss there. I got to piss here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not only did they have the strange dreams, it escalated to electronic appliances actually starting by themselves. Really? Turning on, um, even when they were unplugged, they huh. would come on, uh, you know, do whatever, or malfunction some way. And, or they would actually turn off all by themselves, which, you know, it's pretty kind of strange. Yeah, because a lot of times you're like, this stuff won't move, and now all of a sudden it's like flickering and moving around, and yeah. definitely would... Make you go, what the fuck is going on it's either, here? It's either that, it's either, you know, paranormal or... Weird power surges, which... Yeah, their power's bad or they have maybe mice Yeah, causing it. Something. You know, there could be some explanation maybe, but I don't really know. Even it, when things are unplugged, they're coming on. That's kind of fucking odd. Let me jump in real quick because I, I will probably get corrected if we have any listeners in in Indiana. Hmm. But I'm looking at some legal documents from the state of Indiana. As of 2018, it doesn't look like you had to uh, – like if you were a real estate agent, it doesn't look like you had to disclose as of 2018 if there was ever a death in the house. So they might not have had to disclose that. So they might have – like you said, they, they knew about it from the news. So if they hadn't, real estate agent might not have said anything. Huh. Yeah. So, because I know, I know here in Vermont, you have to disclose if there was a death in the house before oh, I, you. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, it's it's a legal thing that if you're uh, you're trying to if you're a, a real estate agent or if you're trying to sell it uh, private sale, if someone has died in your house, you have to let whoever's buying it know. It's just because some people don't want to live in haunted houses. I think it's kind of cool, but whatever. Yeah, but you're different. Yeah, that's true. And I'm pretty fucking confident my house is so. Well, you're also being haunted by a probably a nice spirit. Oh, right? Yeah. Not like what I imagine this house with the hauntings and everything going on. As I know what we talked about a little bit off air before we started recording. There's some dark shit going on in this place. There's a lot yeah. of angry, angry spirits yeah. and a lot of angry energy. Justifiably angry. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, just this whole the having the appliances malfunction and then turn off or turn on when they're not even plugged in. Yeah, that's kind of I mean, fucked. That's, that's some poltergeist shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 really fucked up. Um, they also claim that they heard knocks and banging, banging. Yeah, I was about to say bangings, banging on the walls, hmm. floors, doors. At all hours of the night. Okay, that could kind of just be a draft, maybe. Maybe, you know, wind and scratching or whatever in the walls or weird banging sounds could be a mouse. But mix that with the appliances. Yeah. Eh, it's kind of hard to d- dispute that. I mean, if it was pops, you know, that that would like make sound like a bang. Yeah. Because if it's wood, you know. It, a they, house settling. Yeah. They do make that. Um, Joe claimed that one night he heard. <laughs> Thought I dumped my coffee there. Sorry, sorry. Uh oh. Joe claimed that one night he heard knocking coming from his door, and it sounded like someone was using the knocker, and uh, on the door to like you know say hey let me in. Yeah. Well, he said the it was that was going knock 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 knock. You know he's he's like what the hell? Yeah. And then who the said, fuck is this? Yeah. They said the door handle started to like started to turn like someone was trying to open the door and then all of a sudden it stopped and then the next night next time he was doing um dishes i believe it was and he said that it started again someone was knocking knocking and then the door like opened up and opened and he said the the knocker on the door was at a ninety degree angle to what the, the door. Fuck? Holy shit! Stood there and then it was like just dropped. Boop. It wasn't like so. Just out of curiosity, got to ask this question: the knocker wasn't stuck or anything like that. It's like maybe you know he like said it, wedged up or by anything like a little bit of tacky or no? Nope, because he said all of a sudden it just dropped. Boop. So when he saw it, it was straight out like so the bottom hard was 90, facing like, him hard ninety, and yes. then it just fucking okay. Because I know with those old knockers, if you push up on them hard enough, they'll stick. But I've never seen him stick at a full night. Yeah, that's what I was curious like about. Like, was it that? like wedged like, with yeah. anything like a piece of gum or, you know, no. tape or anything? No like that? shit. Okay. Yeah, like, because my grandparents had one of those old school knockers where you could get it to the point where you get it completely vertical. Yeah. So the the actual head of the knocker is pointing up at the sky because they will wedge because they're not meant to go that high. Yeah, the, the metal catches. Yeah, so yeah. that's understandable. But at that hard, oh, yeah. that would Jesus, definitely freak man. my shit out. Oh, I'd, I'd fucking, yeah, I'd, I'd haul ass. Um, he said that uh, then another time it was actually doing that. Of course, I mean, after it, d- it did that, he actually went outside and was like, who's there? Who's the, you know, like at, w- running, who the hell is, Fuck. somebody just like did like kind of knocking on the door. Maybe he even thought that it kind of like, I got the vibe that from listening to his recounts and, and, and reading him of the, of this happening. That he kind of thought that maybe it, it, it had got stuck, like you said, Seth. Mm-hmm. You know, but somebody was fucking with him. Yeah. And just kind of, you know, ran down the stairs and was gone. But he was like, he got went outside, shined a light, and no one was around at all. Well, and also, too, because the way you described the apartment and from what we've talked about before, he's on the second floor. Yeah. He's not on the first floor. So you would hear somebody... Walk. I would assume you probably wouldn't hear him go up the stairs because you're half awake or you're asleep or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you come out and you see that knocker like that, 
I would imagine you would have heard them co- go down their stairs because yes. I imagine that noise would have woke you up. You would like you would hear something, and it's wood. It's not you know. It's a substance that moves and shakes and you know whatever. That's fucking crazy. Now, according to another one, I don't know. I read this, but I don't know if it's true because I didn't. Uh, the two things I watched, I didn't really see anything about it. But they said that another time that actually the door. It opened, but it was basically like kicked open almost, and with nobody was, on the other side. Yeah, nobody on the other side, Fuck. and then like and, and wood splinters came flying, you know, into the room. Jesus, and it's basically into his living slash kitchen, so a kitchenette, right? Almost kitchen like a mudroom kind you know, of something. Well, no, like no, it's like a small narrow apartment. <laughs> yeah, oh, so it's like one of those okay, ones you yeah, open yeah. Up the door, you go right into his living room. Yeah. And then they're like his living room's not very big, and then there's the kitchenette, yeah, and then his bedroom and bathroom oh, are on the okay. backside. No shit. So the amount of force for that to come in, it's not like a little piddly. Like, mm. I mean, if you, if you've ever tried to kick in a door that's shut, I mean, even if it's not locked, it's it's not fucking easy. Bro, I, mean, I got a size fourteen. I got a heavy feel, heavy well, feet. My yeah, I've seen my dad do it, and that's I mean, with a door that was well, we had been our house was broken into, mm-hmm. and then my brother and I had to me on one side and him on the other force the door open and well we didn't know that it was broken into at the time yeah well we got in and then closed the door my dad thought we were being little assholes yeah my dad's probably gonna hear this and he'll be like you are an asshole i thought you were being a little assholes yeah but he really thought we were we locked the door on him so he kicks the door open and he's like you know you little shits! He's gonna get out. We're like, we didn't, we didn't lock it. The door wasn't locked. And he's like, oh, sh-, you know, he saw the like, yeah, we saw we had a there was a whole bunch the all the uh, picture frames and everything were on the floor. You know, he's like, we told him this. He's like, and you picked him up, we're like, yeah. He's like, oh shit, boys, you shouldn't have. We were robbed. You know, you shouldn't have touched anything. Oh, we're like, oh, but shit. when you're kids, you, you don't know? really know yeah. that you're like, oh, something. Yeah. Something yeah, we, happened. Maybe the wind came, or you know, yeah, or somebody, you know, because if if you if you in that house, if you because um, my mom and dad's bedroom was this is a trailer, so their bedroom was in the uh, I guess you would say the west side of the because it sat right. east to west, mm-hmm. and on the west side was their bedroom. Okay, well, during that time, it, kind of the, the the walls and everything for trailers were. Weren't really all that great. <laughs> yeah, they were cardboard and hopes and dreams. Yeah, because well, they were made you, quickly. Yeah, if you slam the door, picture frames will fall off. I well, was, I just assumed. I that was going to say I lived in a trailer, and I can confirm that if the wind picks up just right, or if you slam a door a little bit too hard, shit falls off the fucking walls. Yeah. Well, we thought that that's what happened. Yeah. You know, like my mom or my dad, you know, left. More like it was my mom because my uh, my dad, you know. Was gone before we, you know, went yeah. to school. Well, but, you know, never know because maybe my dad, because he only lived, only worked like two minutes away. And maybe he came home because he had to uh, grab something, something or yeah, something on his lunch break and, you know, slammed the door and things fell off. Yeah, because you're like, oh, shit, I need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Hell, I've slammed my front door running to work because I was like, fuck, I'm late. And you smash that door. You don't realize it. Like, oh, hopefully nothing's broken. Now... Here is where I kind of go, okay, 
you know, it, it's definitely I'm I'm picking up the vibe that that's haunted stuff because both occurrences where the first first of the two that I talked about with the door and everything, the guy's Joe's dog each time becomes agitated and begins to snarl and growl in like a really low tone mm-hmm. and is looking off in, you know, a direction. Uh, and I fucking hate when he, they do that. And it, it, like as if, you know, they're looking at someone. Someone's in the apartment. And it, it, if I don't know if any if, if you, none of you have experienced this, you know, that's okay, but if you have, you know how weird as shit as Kevin, you know, I say it's kind of really crazy. My youngest, my younger, my two dogs, the puppy, she'll do that. She'll just randomly stare down the hallway, put her head down, sink it, and her tail tucks, and it's like... I got to remute that. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's fine. So she'll look down the hallway with her head down, tail tucked, and it's like, what the hell are you even looking at? Well, everyone else is in the living room, and it's like half the time we're just like, yeah. we're just going to ignore it. Not going to worry about it. My dog, you know, Cooper, he has done that, done that whole growling stuff before, and... I know Kevin has witnessed it, like, but yeah. I was, what was it? One time I was in my, my bedroom when I was living with my parents, he was scared shitless. This dog, you know, normally, he, you know, when he, somebody does something, he, he doesn't really react, you know, like, okay, whatever. But, or if somebody comes in, he kind of does like a little, if he's startled, he'll do a little bark. Yeah. He bit and, me once cause he didn't know me. Yeah, a little nip. Yeah, like, I'm not upset. It's like, that's a good dog. Like, if you don't know somebody, you don't know, like, you're coming into their home, into their, you know, sanctity, they have every right to defend themselves and defend their property and defend you because, you know, you're who they respect and love. I'm just some random person. That's what I was like, oh, sorry, little buddy. I'll, you know, I'll take my time. I'll wait. Yeah, and usually, you know, he'll he'll back away. Yeah, now he loves me. Now, this time, particular time, he was he was sleeping and the next thing i know like he's awake and he has jumped up into my bed and normally he you know he never really sleeps in my bed but this particular time he was jumping up into my bed cr- like basically crawling up into my ass because he couldn't get close enough to me and all i could feel was him sh- i woke up at this point him shaking so bad now, I just assumed that, well, maybe it was, you know, he has seizures from now time to time. so Or he's cold. Yeah, or you know, his seizures will cause him to shake a little bit. But then he'll get into this point where he starts to pant because he's worked himself up so bad. And I, Kevin, you've seen him like yes. this, you know, where he's 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 had a seizure and it's fucking scary. Yeah, <clears throat> and you've been around animals like that. Yep, we had well, a cat that used to have seizures. He, but this point he didn't, and he was looking towards the door, and I was like, "What the hell?" And I kind of did like what you did, Seth, where I got the fuck up. I was like, "Okay, something's someone going is, on. Someone's fucking with my dog. You know, something's happening here, and I don't didn't know what the hell it was. So I got up and." you know, proceed to clear my, my basement. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I didn't find anything. And it took me a while. What? And then what was it? Uh, you and I, Kevin, we were in the house in for Jen's. Oh, we had some weird shit happen there though. Like a lot of weird shit. Yeah. And he would just kind of <clears throat> like stare off. I mean, I, I, I think you told me about some stuff, you know, 
because with him, like, just kind of, like, staring off into... Yeah, he used to, like, run and jump on the couch, and he'd put his front paws up on the back of the couch and bark at the fucking wall like there was a cat on the back of the the couch. Yeah. Which there could have been, because, I mean, I saw the fucking cat there once or twice, so... I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's kind of, like, the weirdest shit ever when you, when you see... I mean, well, Kevin's dog... Yeah, he... Like, after dark, he'll go to the bottom of my stairs that come up to where the studio is and he'll just like look up and kind of and then once in a while he'll bark and then he runs back like somebody yelled at him it's like what the hell are you doing dude yeah kind of it's kind of creepy like some of the shit that because animals i think animals and kids are more sensitive to uh to paranormal shit than adults are yeah and the first and this is actually like one of the first stories where i actually heard of um a dog actually seeing um, a figure and going after it. And this is what uh, exactly what happened here. So the dog... Joe was out walking his dog one night, and they were going down, like, the driveway. And all of a sudden, he sees something. Or his dog stops and is looking in I don't know, a direction towards, like, the woods, I think it was. And Joe st- said he stopped, looked, and he sees... A figure as well and next thing you know his dog goes flying after the other uh, figure and he's like calling for the dog you know come here come here you know the dog's not paying attention dog's just gone and he went into the woods after his dog really to to find the dog and his dog normally doesn't i guess doesn't do this you know that's because of course also him you know he's like okay you know someone is messing with me maybe but he couldn't find anyone at all. No shit. And then I then Well he So he sees this. Well, unbeknownst to him, Vicky had seen a figure on the property. She was look I was outside or she was looking outside. Something to do with that. She was looking out she was on the on the lawn. She sees this figure walking towards the woods. And she thought it was a, a man because, you know, sometimes people will come through or whatever. Well, what set apart was the fact that the man was wearing a red shirt, but she could see through the lower half of him. Really? Not like nothing was there. So like he's wearing an invisible cloak around his waist. Invisible pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, I was thinking cloak because I like those. And she said it. the The guy just walked into the woods and kind of like did look back, but then just kept walking into the woods almost like, hey, you know, I need to show you something. And she said like she saw it several times. No shit. Um, now, I mean, sometimes you could say, oh, well, you know, maybe it's just miss, I, miss seeing something. Well, Rob actually saw the same guy hmm same, at the same time yep. or holy shit um that's a little freaky so after having all this done they they go back and you know, everything's you know still going on well rob and vicky are like okay you know let's Let's kind of cut to the chase here. Let's let's get some you know some stuff of what happened here, just to see you know. So they got footage from the news reports, 
and oh of the, uh, the, the case the, yeah of the dead bodies and everything else well it turned out that while they were watching this um he saw like some victims because I was as I was watching the show that Rob was saying that you know he could remember seeing victims pop up and everything else. Well, there was people that guys were missing. Well, one of the guys that was missing pops up on the screen, and Joe goes, "Hey, that's the guy I saw." Like that's the guy Several I saw times. walking through the woods. Walking through the woods. No shit. But that wow. wasn't. That was so walking outside in the woods. But that was not the only time. He said he saw him. He saw him again another time when he was up in his apartment. He was in his bedroom, and he said, uh, for some reason, he looked out toward his front door, and he said he he sees this figure go running out from, uh, I think it was like a bathroom or something like that, beside his uh, bedroom. Right. He said he saw a figure going flying out, kind of like, stop. And have his hands up. And then he disappeared. And he goes, that's the guy I saw right there. That's the guy. Was it one of the victims? Yes. So, well, I wonder- well missing. They don't know. Yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah. One of the missing uh, people. Mm-hmm. Now, wow. I'm not, I'm trying to think. I'm like, well, how can we, like, break this down? How can the skeptic kind of come out in this? And it's like, he didn't know anything about the case ahead of time. They didn't. Well, I don't. I don't think he did. It didn't. It didn't sound like he actually knew anything about the was, case. The reason why I'm bringing that up is like because the only thing, only thing I can kind of come up with is that, what if he, you know, saw something or he knew something and then moved there because you know, like I want to ghost hunt and not tell anybody and like all this other stuff. But from what you said, it seems like he started looking up stuff after the events have started occurring to him. Not going there in the hopes of finding events or having events or forging these events that he just wanted to live there and now all this stuff is happening so now he's starting to piece this puzzle together and it seemed like everything for most part of this it's like Star of Echoes with Kevin Bacon yeah seems like most for the most part everything with this is happening to Joe and it kind of makes sense because Joe is not a is not a married man Mm mm-hmm which is kind of like represents Vicky and Rob. Yeah. They're the married couple living in the house. He's the single guy living in the apartment. Did, did and that's the, what. Yeah. Did he I, match I can, any of the physical attributes that normally he would, you know, look uh, for? Baumeister would look for? Uh, Tall, dark, and handsome? Nerdy dude wearing glasses? He wore glasses, yes. Nerdy, yes. So I'm like just trying to think. I'm like, because if Baumeister had a. A type, mm-hmm. or one of the other spirits, you know, was like, "Well, this guy looks handsome." I think he, I think he or, probably was his type. And the thing is, if if this is one of the victims that he's seeing, it might not be trying to scare him. It might be like, Warning "Get him. the fuck out of here before he finds you." Well, yeah. And, and then, so the other thing that I, I failed to mention, I, I sh- but I will now, was that in addition to like uh, the appliances turning off on. Oh, the knocking, banging, everything else. Another time, I guess, Joe, um, this is from me just watching several different videos and everything. Mm. He said that um, he was in his, 
by his computer, I believe it was. And then next thing he knows, he he hears like uh, like the knives that are in his knife block. Yeah. Like he could hear like a clank. And there was and he went over all the knives were out of the knife block, and in the sink. And then he like for some reason, really weird reason, he looks over to a wall that's like it must be like adjacent to where the sink was, and he sees like knife marks on the wall, like slashes. Okay, because I was thinking like the clanking, he may have had a rodent infestation, and he's running along the the countertop and. Running on the knives and hitting them, clanking them. But or for them, knocked the block over and they fell in the sink. Was the block standing up or was it laying down? Uh, standing up. No, they didn't uh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> and the the slashes in the wall, and the only I can think of that is him doing himself, but he doesn't seem like he'd be one of those kind of types that would destroy property, no. especially if you're renting the place. Yeah. Yeah. Because, they, hey, guess what? There goes my, you know deposit yeah if now, you, especially if you're renting it from a guy that you're friends with and you work with and you know yeah who's like actually a friend of yours now you have you guys seen the, the show paranormal witness Negative. yes uh i've seen a couple episodes of it here and there i just um, watch ghost bros well they 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 had it and it, they had um they actually when they showed this this scene they actually had the the knives kind of like um i don't know if he's lined up i guess you know, like kind of like according to height or thickness or whatever, however you sit, you know. Right. Is it thickness, height, I like in the knife block? Yeah. I put mine in order of use. Oh, the big old Sharpie one goes right here for home defense. The one that I use for cutting bread right here. The one I use for paring stuff there. And then well, your steak knives all go in a, in a row usually. No, they go in the in the, in the drawer. Oh. I put them in the drawer. Well, I mean, if you Close if you, well if your ch- if your block can you know you have your butcher's knife and all yeah. that stuff. Well, generally they just go for the smaller like paring knives that are in the front, and then it goes to the moderate knives that you could use for everyday purpose, like your fillet knives and stuff. Yeah, like that. and then because it goes by height, because you want the taller uh, knives okay, to be in so the back of the block. So height, yeah. Well, they, they it showed that like they were lined up in the sink. Now I don't know. If sometimes with the with shows like this, you kind of kind of take them with a grain of salt, like to say, well, okay, absolutely, they, they actually they want viewers, you know, yeah, because like so, the stuff I you know read that didn't say anything about that. Matter of fact, with Paranormal Witness, I can give you an example that we've already talked about where they over dramatized the actual situation from what it was. <clears throat> was you remember when we did our werewolves episode way the fuck back? Uh-huh. The account that I talked about in Maine where I gave you the people's actual account where they're like, yeah, we saw these things. They're running around in our lawn. We went inside and hid. Yeah. If you watch that episode of Paranormal Witness, you'd think these motherfuckers were like beating the doors down trying to get in the house. They mm-hmm. were just like, no, we ran in the house and hid and watched them. They didn't, you know. <laughs> huh. So they, they definitely over-dramatize stuff. But it's, it's generally like based on yeah, based on actual events, possible yeah. real events. Yeah, like Disney, everything oh based on real events. Fuck you! It's all you made that shit up just to sell the movie. Yeah, that's that's. Well, that's a whole other episode for me to yeah. find about Disney. Um, now another place. So another place that actually had a lot of activity going on was well, you guessed it, the pool. I was actually going to say, uh, their bedroom. Oh, wait, no action got going on in there. <laughs> well, maybe with Except the new owners. if they pushed the two twin beds together and they were fully clothed. Maybe with the new owners, they got some action in there. Yeah, but 
The Bowie won't ever go in there. Yeah, like, no. ew, it smells like girl in here. Ew, girls, yuck. <laughs> well, Sorry. The pool, like, you know, because, well, supposedly that's where he did his business. Yeah, I mean, and, it would make sense that you'd get a lot of activity there then. Mm-hmm. You know, because so we have the hot spots what, of the lawn, you know, everything, the grounds yep. because of the bodies being uh, burned. Or, yeah, burned, buried, disposed yep. of. Yeah. All, all that good stuff. It, well, it kind of like, it kind of said that, kind of came across like he didn't actually dis- bury them. He kind of just left them because he burnt them and left them. Because the Joe, Rob, and Vicky say, claim that they've actually gone out in the woods. And this is from, diff- you know, watching different stuff. Right. That they actually went out in the woods. They could still go out there because they still live there. Oh, good for them. And, I, I would have fucking tucked tail and got the fuck out of there. Well, as Vic, as <laughs> well Vicky, apparently you're a bitch. I am a bitch. As Vicky put it, she said, says, if these spirits were to be coming after my boys, I'd be packing shit up and I'd be out. She, went, she didn't say shit, but I guarantee that's probably what she yeah. was thinking. Because, I mean, and she, it, okay, now, she's a pathologist, okay? So she's like, you know, I need evidence. She's very yeah. much a skeptic, and well, got a scientific mindset. Yeah, yep. And she kind of like thinks, you know, hey, there's a reason for this or that. Yeah, well, she's trying to break it down, not like oh paranormal, so that way she's not paranoid mm-hmm. about walking into the shower naked and having some crazy ghost yeah. grabbing her. And well, when she finds that, finds bones, and then she, you know, finds this stuff out about this guy more, and then she sees a half of an apparition. Yeah. You know, that kind of like goes, okay, I'm no longer skeptic. I am a believer. Well, an- another thing to think about, though, is it's possible that he was burying some of these people because if, like, for an example, you can, like, there's farmers over in France that can go out and walk their fields with not, like, not turning them up or anything. They walk their fields and they will still find bones from World War One. Yeah. So, I mean, the earth kind of can push shit back up that it doesn't want or doesn't need mother nature does yeah. what she wants when she yeah. wants and we don't want to upset mother no well joe, no more wire coat hangers no joe actually said that he um said that he actually was out in the woods and he actually found a femur no oh, god fuck dude and it was and it was out where this guy was uh had been walking to so he, uh, the the, the, he, the apparition that he saw. Have you guys ever found a bone in your travels out in the woods, or hunting, or hiking, or whatever? Not a human bone, no. no. But no, but just yeah. a regular bone, like yeah. an animal bone. Yeah. So have I. I. I found full skeletons and stuff too. Oh shit, yeah. that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I found I found a skull and I found a leg bone and a riblet one time. Mm-hmm. Now, when you saw those, just out of curiosity, what was the first thing that you guys had happen with you in your head? Was it like, oh, holy shit, shit I want to touch it. <laughs> no, I'm actually like serious, like about That's that. That's what it was. Uh, yep. Mister Kevin C. My first thought was I went into okay. What happened here? <laughs> really? I'm with Kevin H. Where it's like, holy oh. shit, that's fucking cool. Now knowing that it's an animal and knowing just mainly that part of it is like, yeah, man, this is fucking cool. Look at this. What the fuck happened here? This is amazing. Then your brain starts to click in. It's like, what if whatever fucking killed that is still here? Yeah. So imagine finding a femur bone in your property. Yeah. 
that would be a whole different experience for me. The only thing I or only, a skull. The only time I actually ever had that holy shit, it might be still here thing, was when I was uh, I don't know how old I was, like maybe twelve, thirteen ish, where uh, I was hunting out on um, some property that my uh, great uncle owns, and uh, we were coming back from the woods and we we're out walking through his field, and I saw a bobcat, and the freaking bobcat. I'm not bullshitting you. It had a chunk missing out of its side. Like something had just chomped on it. You know, just, I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. But I was still like going, ooh, hey, look. But also like going, what the hell could have done this? And, you know, uh, should I be out here? Yeah. Type yeah. of thing. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's freaky shit. Now imagine a human skeleton where you just go, uh-oh. That's what, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, it's like, because we normally were, uh, especially with us, you know, country folk. Yeah. So we see, like, you know, skeleton, animal skeletons all over the place. There's no big deal. Mm-hmm. It's like, whatever. It's like, it's part of nature. Hell, my uncle has deer heads, just the skulls and the antlers on his garage wall of all of his, you know. European mounts. Yeah, his, yeah. all of his prize fucking kills and all this other stuff. So it's like you become jaded to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just bones. Yeah, but I couldn't imagine like if I came on like a human bone and be like, this is not, I'd be poking at it and be like, this is not a cow. What is this? This is not and a chicken like, bones. That's a fucking femur, bro. I would be like, I got to go cut off my finger now. Yeah. And maybe my whole hand because it's probably infected. I need to call the police. <laughs> No, first I'd be like, I'm going to go wash my hands, I'm going to throw up, and then call the police. So, the pool, you know, all these areas. Well, the pool is where another instance where there had something happen. And when I was watching Ghost Adventures, because they had this on, and I also watched Paranormal. Do you like (laughs) artenoses? Save where it is. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, it's okay. <laughs> Sorry. Then also you hear that spirit box. Don't worry, it's okay. Dude, you just hear that? That's the most accurate EVP I've ever heard. Yeah. Dude, bro, dude, dude there's a ghost, bro, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is I, I've come to the conclusion that after a year, we're never going to get Zach Baggins on this show, so I'm just going to keep fucking... No, we'll probably get Aaron, though. Or Billy. <laughs> we probably will get one of those guys. I bet I could work something out and get one of them. <laughs> Zach Baggins with always having to hit his hard G on everything. Yeah, God. Well, speaking of... Well, he's from Minnesota, anyway. No, he's not. He's not? Or is no, he's, no, he's from... Fucking Detroit. Um, and then he moved to Vegas. Yeah. He bought a bunch of weird shit. Has a museum now. Museum. A haunted museum. All right. Now, um, now, is the museum haunted or is just the shit in the museum haunted? The shit haunted? in the museum is haunted. So the museum has to be haunted via proxy, but all those ghosties is coming together. And you know what they do at night? They play card games. Actually, I think the location is too. Because I think yeah. there was something that happened there. Yeah, now, I thought he bought a, like a, yeah. a location that was haunted and then decided, you know what? Let's fucking mix up shit and just oh, put haunted shit okay, in there. Okay, so let me ask this. Is this how it works or is this just a good movie storyline? So if the place is actually haunted... Do they have to fight the ghosts of the shit that's haunted that they bring in? Like, this is our turf, motherfucker, and they gotta, like, defend him, and it's, like, gang war oh, and shit? West Side Story. Yeah. When you're a ghost, dance you're fight. a ghost. Yeah. Until it's, it, it's always a dance fight until somebody busts out a switchblade. Boy. Crazy. Jay White? No, he's... I don't know. I mean, like, a real one. Oh, yeah, he's trying to swear. 
But I mean, back to pool time. Yeah. So they decided uh, Ghost Adventures. They were talking. They talked to him, and also on Paranormal Witness, and then there was several other ones that did actually talk to him. He made the same claim each time. Joe did that. He was in the pool. He actually had one of his friends over, and and then there, I guess the two boys of, um, Rob of Robs and um Al and his wife. This is like a stew for yeah. They were they were in the pool. Yes, definitely. I was like, oh my god, this is like completely everything he wants in life. Exactly. People stew, people stew. (laughs) Now, they said that he was in the pool. Shut up. <laughs> Don't look at me in that tone of voice, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I was actually going to say something. I had to dial it back. And this, this is the part where I kind of have to go, you know, on that uh, tangent of where you went with the over a paranormal witness over-exaggerates things. Yeah. Because, well, he never claimed they, – they said that he went – was diving down into the pool. He was in the pool and diving down below to, like, the – I don't know, get something off the – the floor, yeah, like a, I don't know, Beetle or something, whatever it was, and because this is where my Beatles album is on the way down here. What the fuck? Well, he claimed that like he was pushed down or choked or something, whatever it was. Well, he never claims that he was actually. What happens? He says he was in the pool, and next thing you know, he was just being like poked by something, just like somebody was poking him. Water ghost? Re- yeah. Repeated. Water boner. Water ghost boner. Phantom boner, like repeatedly poking him, like almost like a like messing around pokes, you know, yeah. type of thing, you know, like you know, joke around, hey, 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 you know, like the playful joke, yeah, 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 probably. Well, then he said, then, and this was on Ghost Ranch because I saw him actually do that. He goes, he says he he felt like two hands wrap around his neck, the palms first, and then the fingers go around his neck. Holy fuck! Yeah. Nope. Mm. See, that's why you need the palm print. We were talking about it before. Lays the palms in first and tries to bring the fingertips around all the sex. We're like, and he said, and then he asked, like, he like was trying to be pulled down underneath the water, like he was being drowned. And then he's like, okay, fuck this, I'm out. You know, he's like, I'm done. And his buddy was like, what the hell? What's wrong? He's like, everybody out of the pool now. now let's is, go. Is this the actual encounter or is this the one from uh, the show? This is this is he's actually saying oh okay because I thought you were talking about this was something that they over dramatized well no like the 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 him going down underneath the water and then being kind of like drowned right was like he never actually said that he was down underneath the water okay I don't believe so he was just like chilling in the pool and it felt like somebody was choking him so he was chilling in the pool like and then they tried to like drown him like put him underneath the water pull him down under oh motherfucker yeah. okay. like lady in the water style yeah okay so what time of day did this happen was this at night? night okay so yeah. it is sticking with the same same night thing of course because yep. spooky shit only happens at night now it's not true but so whatever. after this he's like alright fuck this I gotta have you know I gotta have something happen well actually stop before I go any further now according to both the Ghost Adventures and then other stuff. I, I couldn't find anything about this, but on a another source I got said that actually Jeremy, that his friend, would came over to swim in the pool, and he was a hardcore skeptic, and he wanted to prove that there's nothing wrong, and he yeah, said that I'd he that. was the being po- one poked. Now I don't know if this is I don't know if this is just a the source 
getting switched a getting little bit. switched saying that he was being choked and he was the one that got almost got drowned in the pool so I don't know if it was reverse role like like oh we we didn't read it right or we didn't watch it right you know just, yeah it's possible because sometimes that kind of information gets yeah. all mixed up and then it's like okay now we got to backtrack who actually said it now mm-hmm. are you sure this is what happened because also one person may have said you know this may have happened but like if it was one of the kids for instance the young kids and it's like <clears> well you know I don't really want them in the limelight but I really want this to be told alright we'll just say it was me so that way we keep the kids safe so you know a 10 year old or whoever, however they, old they are they're now all of a sudden dragged through the mud and be like, this fucking kid is an idiot, doesn't blah, 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 this. Where if it's an adult, be like, yeah, I'll take the brunt of that, but I want this story told. Yeah. So Joe, after having this happen, he decides, all right, I am. I have a recorder on my phone, and he as he claims it's really good. Well, I don't know about that. It's a new iPhone 5, man. The I recorder mean, man is really good. I mean – we have got EVPs off of Kevin's cell phone. Yes, we have. So, you know, we, we've, I guess they sometimes, they are pretty good. He decides that he's going to have an EVP session. So if you don't know what EVP is, it's electric, uh, electronic voice phenomenon. What you're basically trying to capture is a response from a spirit. That's what you're trying to do with an EVP. Well... He begins to ask. He turns off all of his appliances just so that – and unplugs them just so he doesn't have any electrical interference or anything. So he can't get somebody to claim, well, maybe it was uh, the oh, radio or Yeah, whatever. like an old toaster is buzzing because you yeah. know the element's starting to go. Yeah. So he does all that. And he begins to ask it different questions. Why are you here? Um, you know, who is walking around in his kitchen? And that was one of the questions. And he got a response from that. And the response was, the married one. Now That's a little creepy. According to him, he actually has... Now, he has all this information. And he went through, looked at all the information, looked at all... Somehow he got a hold of who the victims were or possible victims. Right. And all of them were single men. And there was only one married, which was Herb. Hey, everybody, just wanted to jump in real quick and say thank you to Chuck Kenyon at Learning to Curse for our new ad break music, which you'll be hearing here in just a second. You can go check them out at uh, ageofradio.org. They're also on our network. Awesome, awesome show. Thanks. So spirit herb. Hmm. Yeah. Now the guys on um, Ghost Adventures. Now this is why I know what I had brought up during with Kevin or Kevin asked me about um, last episode was when he committed suicide was why, you know, Hey, you heard about this and, you know, explain it. Yeah. Cause like I said uh, last week, I didn't read anything about that, but it doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Yeah. The guys at Ghost Adventures actually went and spoke with um, the PI. Uh, what his name was? Uh, uh, Vandegrift. Yeah. Virgil. Virgil. And in Mustache he, Mountain King. Yes. Yes. And he does look like he was a badass back in his day. Still uh, is a badass. Uh, it probably is. 
he no probably he is <laughs> he's always just throwing out one liners yeah oh yeah oh, he yeah. uh they sat down with him and spoke with him and they said okay hey you know you you covered this case what are you laughing at i just had one like the one liners i'm gonna cut this out but like what if he did like a dirty hairy thing when he was looking for all these guys go ahead punk find my gaze <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. I'm sorry. It just it hit me and I was like, I gotta say it. Oh jeez. So anyway, he uh they sit down the Ghost Adventures guys crew sits down with him and actually spoke with him about, you know, hey, you were a part of how the police came to investigate it, find the bones, everything. Right? And he's like, Yes. And they were just kind of like saying, hey, you know, did yeah, they found this, they found that on on the site. And he's like, yeah, yeah, they did. You know, and they, you know, he did, found everything. They were like, holy shit. Well, he ha- was the one that brought up the fact of how um, Herb actually killed himself because they said, hey, you know, they found him in the woods and. In Canada. In Canada. Yeah. Bitch. And he was had some crows on one side, and I think it was you know a ritualistic suicide so that he could come back to his house, you know, to do some ritual so he could be his spirit. Well, that's kind of a little bit far fetched. I think he just killed some birds because we already established in episode one the man yeah. liked dead birds. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he just didn't have a put. He didn't have a desk to put him on. Is is he caught in that limbo? state or he did not want to cross over because he knows that his his uh trophies he has unfinished business all comes to casper here's here's my question did they get a specific count on how many dead birds were there like one for each victim that's what i was thinking no he brought each one of them uh, present that'd be kind of weird huh yeah he dies with like 12 or 13 birds and then yeah. all of a sudden found 12 or 13 people. I mean, I'm not saying that's true because I just kind of came up with that off the top of my fucking head right now. Hey, man, that's all about this is. Speculation. Exactly. Speculation station. Oh. Yeah. Verbal copyright. Ours. Yeah. Well, no, because I think Angel and Nikki use that one too. Oh, okay. Verbal, verbal copyright to Age Radio. Suck it. Yeah, winning. <laughs> Only we're allowed to use it. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I just didn't find anything about, you know, whether... The crows or anything like that. That would have been fucking cool, though, right? if it was. Yeah, Imagine I mean, I, I, you know, I don't think it was even released about like what his thing was, but maybe, maybe somebody can, if somebody's out there that can find uh, that's local to the area, it, that'd be kind of yeah, cool. that'd be pretty cool. Um, Get on you window lickers. So I mean, uh, that's our fan base. <laughs> called the window lickers yeah. they come together. <laughs> you know, actually, we don't even have a name for. We call them the tinted windows. <laughs> that's illegal in Vermont though. You won't pass inspection. That's bullshit because I know people have fucking uh, if it's factory tent, then yes. Yeah, I know some people that don't have factory tent and they're still as inspected cop drives in. Well if they have I think if they have a uh Okay, I'm sorry, I won't make that noise anymore. I think if they have a um like a, a some kind of note or something yeah. that they can do that. Fuck it. But anyway, so, well, that's that's pretty much, you know, everything. It's The place is fucking haunted as shit. The yeah, hu- dude. Everything still keeps happening. Um, and Rob and Vicky are still there. Which is living. insane to me that they're still there kicking ass. Well, 
Like I said, if as Vicky said, you know, when they, well, I, I steal from the show, a paranormal witness, uh, plug them. She said, if it no if free it, plugs, it, fuck them. Yeah, if they God. if the spirits harm her kids, she's out. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it, so far it just seems like it's that one guy. So yeah, and, I, and, and obviously it, the husband, but I mean, like the main Jamie was his name. Uh, Joe. Joe. Uh, the renter. Yeah, the renter. So as long as like it's mainly him, is he still living on property or is he? I'm not quite sure, but it almost sounds like he is. Because I don't like. And and as he said, he's okay with it just happening to him. He does not want it to happen to the kids or to Vicky. Yeah, because after yeah. a while, you can kind of get used to it and be like, all right, whatever, man. I'm I can deal with this. I can, I just know it's a place to sleep, place to eat, and then. Whatever, because apparently I'm not wanted there, but I also know that my rent helps maintain the uh, the property. Yeah, he's got he's got to have the Rob Van Dam mentality. Cool, whatever, man. Yeah, yeah, bro, man, <laughs> fuck it, man, I don't care, man. And it's not like you know he said tried it once, never again. Well, yeah, yeah, he's keep on trying it, going right to that frog soup. <laughs> frog soup. <laughs> okay. So is that is that what we got for the week? Yeah, that's okay. pretty much you know what we got. I think it's kind of uh, it's fascinating. There's not much on it because it's just happening. These people, yeah, it's. And I know from watching Ghost Adventures, they never really had anything too spectacular happen. I mean, I, and they I, tried. I it's, saw people not Ghost Adventures. Okay, here's here's the fucked up. Here's kind of a cool thing. These people are so okay with with uh, yeah their house being haunted or whatever. They actually, I think they get money off of this oh, because they, they allow people to fuck. Ghost Adventures, Ghost Adventures, wherever they go, they pay a an agreed amount, like contractually agreed amount, uh, for to be there for a certain number of days of filming. So yeah, wherever they, so I guarantee anybody that comes there from a, one of these kind of poltergeist shows, they have to pay them. Well, there's an in, there's an Indiana group that actually they go around different places. You as of right now, you could sign up to actually go and. Do the the whole night there, um, and friend of the show uh, and fellow podcaster uh, Shannon Legros from Into the Fray has actually stayed there a couple of times, I guess. And she really? said, "Yeah, she said that she's from what I've I've heard of what she said on this one interview. She never saw anything, but she definitely felt like." There was moments where she said she felt like she was being watched or that she wasn't alone in the room, but she never actually saw anything happen, but she definitely felt weird. Yeah, so I'm not surprised. There's got to be a lot of negative energy in that place. In on the grounds. Yeah, because yeah. no matter where you go, it's like when we talked about the Hubbard and Battlefield mm-hmm. and anywhere else, uh, you know, uh, the train area in uh, White River Junction. Yep, the Hartford train thing. Uh, the Waverly place. Like all these places where all this negative energy is. Oh, the haunted house in Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly. There's guaranteed to be some sort of energy there. And if you're already open to it and want to experience it, I guarantee you will feel something. If you go in there like this is dumb or whatever, then it's going to be really huge that if some you feel something like, well, it did feel a little weird. Yeah. Like coming in there blind. Like if we went there, you guys knew and I didn't. And I was the test subject to see if I felt something at long after and then tell me the story because of this place because but if you're going there and you want to feel something you're gonna I feel get, something but it, yeah it may not be real yeah you yeah. may be like well it's a little cold and it's a little damp but you know but like i don't oh, know i, I feel I, I heard that knock i heard i heard it yeah because i've been in a few places where you just feel uncomfortable and you know they, they've got kind of the perfect spectrum for 
having paranormal activity, you've got animals that are more sensitive, mm-hmm. and you've got young kids that are very sensitive to stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I don't think the kids are, I mean, young. They were younger, I'm guessing, when they first moved probably, in, right? Probably. Probably. Because I don't know. Have I ever told the story about what Jeffrey's stepson said to him one time? They were living at his, uh, my younger brother um, was living with his wife at the time and her. His ex-wife. Well, uh, yeah, they were married at the time. Yeah. Um, But they were living at her parents' house, which is an old, old farmhouse. And I remember if it was her oldest or youngest son at the time, because this was before uh, before his son was born. Um, One of them was going to go to the bathroom and he wouldn't go past the stairs. And Jeffrey's like what's wrong he goes there's a man just very very calm he's like there's a man at the top of the stairs i don't want to walk past him i'm like and my my brother just like he's like i got instantly got cold chills i'm like yeah a kid stays calm like that about something i'd be like nope i've seen horror movies like this dude no 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 you're supposed to be scared don't i'll don't act all Mm -hmm. fucking normal yeah i mean i i've seen I, i was actually searching for other groups that actually have been there and they did spirit box section sessions and Sometimes I, I, I'm a, I'm on the one of those people that's on that line of the spirit box shit and yeah. EVP shit. Yeah. Well, sometimes you hear what you want to hear. Yeah. Sometimes you yeah. can actually. They told make me to some, buy a new car, bro. I gotta buy a new car. Sometimes you can actually hear shit that's visible. Now, is the spirit least, box the one where it talks to you through radio stations? Yeah, yeah, it cycles through I think 100 or 120 radio stations okay. or radio sta- in, in UHF, VHF, yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah, and it's one of those like it it's like a literally a second burst so you supposedly yeah. you won't pick up a real sentence. It's just go You'll get like a word or two. Yeah, and so well, no, no you want to get full word cuz it's literally a second or half a second okay. that it's cycling through. So when you get like a full sentence or multiple words, multiple syllable words, they view that as an impossibility because it's cycling through so many radio stations okay. that it's not possible. But yet, certain times it's like it doesn't make sense because it's like, oh, I didn't hear anything, and all of a sudden they put the little thing in the bottom. It's like, oh, well, I hear that now because my my brain is saying this is what I'm hearing. I right. need to hear this. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like what I was like. Yeah. I, and this girl lady was like, oh, she had her headphones on. She's like, oh, I heard this. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, hold on. You, it was went through. I didn't hear it. You know, but then there was times where I actually heard it. Yeah. I, th- for example, there's a, a, a series on YouTube uh, from a group up in a paranormal group up in Maine where they do like local investigations. Mm-hmm. I think Shelby and I've showed you that. Yeah. Where they, they fuck around with the spirit box here and there. And every once in a while, they'll you'll hear something, but they won't put the caption underneath it and nobody will say it. And you go, I heard clear as a fucking bell. I heard what that thing said. Yeah. Just like with us, you know, we, yeah. we, we did that. Uh, EVP session up at the haunted house. Yeah, you know, I mean, we were we weren't looking for shit to happen. No, I didn't you know? hear anything. I'm not gonna lie. You didn't? Nope. Okay. I've heard um, it with my headphones on these sweet studio headphones. Dark windows. Dark windows podcast. You know, we'll get we got dark, win- dark windows fifteen. Yeah, that one. Anyway, <laughs> but no, it's like for me, like I said, like I don't really hear the EVP thing, even if you have it cranked all the way up. Um, like. I do understand where you guys came from because you guys were there, so you probably had more of a being open to it. Right. To I mean, I just heard noise. I, I heard mean, you guys I'm, talking. I'm, I heard you guys walking. I'm not it. upset that you didn't hear it because I, it, I didn't you know, hear it. Whatever. With, I, if you hear it, you hear it. That's yeah. fine, too. I didn't hear it until I actually put the headset on. Then when we put the headset on and I cranked it up, that's when I heard it. I was like, oh, holy shit. 
there's something there, you know. Yeah. I mean, it what I didn't hear it until then, you know, because it was must have been that low. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I mean, I have terrible hearing as it is anyway, so I guarantee I have I can feel things. I can't hear worth a shit. And and Kevin will, you know, well, both of you know that I'm kind of like the fucking guy that's, you know, numb to shit. I don't, I'm the fucking void there, bro. Yeah. I don't. I don't like human black hole over here. Yeah, the warp. No, he has no soul. <laughs> no, that's me. No, no, it's just, no I don't react. You racist to, fucker. He just does, Kevin doesn't have a soul by it? choice. Yours is genetic. <laughs> whoa, every, whoa. every freckle I have is a soul I've absorbed. We are Ermac. Hey, wait a minute. I get the I I mm, I didn't cl- I've. You fucker. English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? <laughs> Can I get subtitles? <laughs> Nobody here understands the words that are coming out of your mouth. Thank I you, didn't Chris even Tucker. say anything about you being a ginger, but he does, and I... Oh, that's it. That's it. Well, <laughs> studio. <laughs> but anyway, I, I've, got to, I've got to say this right Haunted now, Haunted as shit. I'm really glad that we're done talking about this asshole in general. I, I will say, I wasn't as... I'm not unnerved as much uh, with this one as I was with Israel Keys. Yeah. Can we just stop talking about that douche? Yeah. But he also took our true crime virginity for the show, so he's kind of like that guy that you're just like, ugh. He's our first. Yeah. Yeah, you want to look back and be like, why was I thinking? Why was that one? It was almost like we... No, never. Every, everybody's yeah. made bad choices sexually for partners, and that's that was our first one for true we crime. We felt dirty. Mine was <laughs> a 70-year-old lady. Hmm. hmm. She was a gilf. Fuck it, man. Actually, no. If we're going to talk about true crime did, shit, did then she, I should bring up when I was uh, uh, in criminal justice. Did she have a bowl of hard candy sitting around? No, but she did bring Damn. me a sweet cup of coffee. Nice. Nice. And then she just disappeared. Made and, you cookies? Yeah, and I don't got money anymore. Mm. <laughs> so this is this is the, this right here what we're talking about is the reason why you should go to studio.com and get a pair of earbuds or headphones. Fuck yes. Yeah, I know. Transition King over here. He's a Segway master. You can ride the little two-wheel Segway and not fall. All right. Nice. So when you go to studio and you find what you're looking for, uh, be it some over-the-ear, in-the-ear, wireless earbuds, doesn't matter, whatever whatever you're feeling. Core. For the newest kisslet. You put them in your cart and you go to the promo section and you put in Dark Windows 15 at checkout. They will take 15% off of your entire purchase because they love you. And we love you because, like we said, with one year comes new changes. Yeah. Shit, we're, we're growing up, man. We've got the next two months of episodes planned out. Oh, I was going to say I'm actually wearing pants. Right? Well, it's fucking cold anyway. So. No, nah, man. It's the only thing clean. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of the only thing clean... <laughs> You're a hobby holder because apparently you're not using it. Uh, that's true. Oh, yeah. That actually hurt a little bit to say. It hurt a little bit to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't help that you you know you have a job, family, yeah. home reno stuff like what I was doing, yeah. and a successful podcast. Yeah. Anyway, semi-successful podcast. If you don't have any of those things, or you do have those things and have a weird ability to stay up late and to paint miniatures and not sleep, and you're having trouble because you're getting half tired and you're like, oh man, I can't reach these little details. Get on over to GameEnvy.net. Hobby Holder is there. It is your lifeblood. It is your savior. It is your tool for success of painting all your miniatures. I already said what it does in the beginning of the show. Just know when you get there, you can pick a variety of different colors 
and styles because you know they do have the bigger bigger grip coming up they have multiple different ergo hand grips so that way if you're a bigger hand endowed person or a smaller hand person it does not matter everything comes in a variety of colors folks put all that stuff and some other fun stuff in your checkout cart put in the promo code broadstone and you'll save yourself 10 percent off the entire order because i love you folks and, and speaking uh, of loving people what's up where can you go to buy uh bar games because it, it's <sighs> run by people that I love. Yeah, and I love them too, and they're fantastic. <laughs> that is dicehead.com. Oh, they're fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Ooh. They're fabuloso. And awesome. They're fabuloso. <laughs> that is dicehead.com. They're an amazing one stop shop for all your miniature gaming needs, whether you need paint, whether you need battle foam or bag stuff you don't know you may need it because you need to carry your miniatures or you want miniatures they have it there they have a wide range of games workshop and other game systems they also have card games such as magic the gathering and pokemon 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 probably yeah probably i don't know i don't play that game i don't okay. either i'm not a nerd not since i was in the fifth grade i don't play that no nah, man i was always on the Yu-Gi-Oh shit i stepped my shit blue up. eyes white dragon motherfucker i stepped my shit up to magic quick fast and hurt yeah boom Boom, mainly baby. on those little cards <laughs> but like i said before if you're wanting to get in and out of a game system i say it every week and i'll keep saying it because selling your miniatures is a pain in the tuchus and trying to figure out to trade your miniatures and figure out what the right price is and the right deal you should do is is impossible is annoying because you have so many variety different things that you have to think about is it painted is it unpainted is it on the sprue is it off the sprue is it partially assembled or non-assembled let me just give you a little hint just go on over to Dicehead Games. Their site is, again, dicehead.com. Go to the bottom of the page where it says Trade In. You click that little tab. It will give you a complete little description of what the trade-in program is. If you don't know and you're lazy and you want me to tell you, I'll tell you. You take a picture of it. You send your picture into the crew there. In a couple days, they'll send you back a quote. The quote is literally one of the best if not the best price that you will get for your miniatures, your card games, your board games, whatever it may be, then you take that money or that offer, you accept it because it's the best you will get. And then you put that awesome trade-in credit towards a new game system, whether it be card games, board games, comic books, anything. Well, not almost not anything. There are certain things they don't sell. Cars. Video games. Okay. They may sell cars. Lawn mowers. I don't you think never they know. sell those. Dude, there might be a lot more miniature. You don't you know, know. You know what? I know they don't sell down there. Hmm. Plow trucks, because they don't get any fucking snow. <laughs> and if they do, they get a half an inch and everything shuts down. Yes. Not like us. Anyway, but yeah, you head on over there. You send them some love. We send them some love. And if you want to check out games that they're playing, you can head on over to Twitch. And you can go and check them out at Dicehead, all one word. One word. And then underscore TV. Boom! That's where you can see them play 40K. You can see them play their card game tournaments. You can see them play a variety of different game systems that they're usually getting in and demoing it so that we can see. And what's also great about Twitch, as Mr. Kevin H. knows, while you're watching it, you could type in some stuff and have a little conversation with some people. You can. With other listeners and actually with the people who are playing. And they can. Not many other game companies or actually like companies like this do this. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. They're wonderful. And they'll, they'll help you out right on the spot. I yeah. guarantee it. You know, either the people watching or they themselves. Boom. Because they are fantastic. Yeah. So with that being said, how can they get a hold of us? You can get a hold of us on Facebook at Facebook. 
Then you go to the search. <laughs> And you punch in Dark Windows Podcast, and you'll see our three ugly fucking mugs pop up. I'm oh, beautiful. I've been told this by one other person. Wait till he sees you in person, and he's going to go, ew, he's so I'm gonna, gross. Dude, I'm going to have a freshly <laughs> shaved head, and you know, my beard's got all nice and trimmed. Oh, oh, you're going to get all fancy for I'm going to get pretty for this. Be the, up. This will be the first time I've ever met him. This is also going to be our first special guest we've ever had on the show. Yeah, that's year. why it's going to be fun, because New Year... Yeah. New fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. With the same three dirt bags. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, you're a dirt bag too. Shut up. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm like, I, I call myself a dirt bag and I hey, clean. And we don't see our three ugly mugs anymore. Uh, well, if you go onto the page, it's on there still. Uh, Wait. On the banner. Oh, dark that's window. right. We got that's a right. cool logo. Yeah. Who made that? Uh, our friend Michael Falk made that. And God, hopefully, yes. Hopefully, by the time he's hearing this, he will have received his Free badass headphones for winning our art competition. And he, should get his other stuff. he should be getting some other stuff from us shortly too. It's just uh, a matter of having time to do things. Yeah, um, cocaine is really hard to get I hold know. of. Fuck, dude! I, I keep calling cocaine and it doesn't answer me. <laughs> yeah, what the um, fuck? Pick up your phone, cocaine. Wasn't who was that guy who sang about cocaine in that song? Cocaine. Eric Frampton. Clapton. <laughs> was that who it was? Peter Clapton. He Peter. made it seem like it was super easy to get a hold of it. Right? No. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash was like, dude, I got I got fucking cocaine all over the place. Yeah. But We're hey, he's Johnny Montana. fucking Cash. He took a so. shot of cocaine and... We could do a fucking run. episode on Johnny Cash because he was a bad motherfucker. He, no, we would need to do a month on that guy because he is amazing. There's no walking the line with that guy. No. no. He'll end up in a ring of fire. Oh. Oh, boy. Come on. <sighs> he's going to sing the Folsom Prison Blues. Yep. Because his name is down. Sue, and how do you do? Now you're going to die. There we go. That's what we needed. Okay, let's end the show now. I knew so, it was there. Yeah, also, Instagram. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter, both at Dark Windows Pod. We are more active on Instagram than we are on Twitter. And Facebook. And you're, we're, I'm on Facebook all the fucking time. Yeah, you'll um, see him at Kevin Carlton, me, Kevin Heyer. Yep. Uh, Instagram, Instagram, I'm at KCarlton87. I'm at Speedy802. And Seth? Oh, Broadstone underscore creations. Where you can see him painting miniatures. And soon to be, you'll see me going live a bunch while I'm on my way to Chicago. Nice. Because when this comes out, I may be there. Hey, and you know where else you can find us? Where? Where? You go over to patreon.com. <laughs> forward slash dark windows podcast. Whoop. Tip us. Check out the uh, <laughs> check out the tiers, yeah, like, and figure out if you if you want to donate to the show. Awesome, we got different tiers for everybody. We got a one dollar tier, we got a five dollar tier, we got a ten dollar tier, we got a twenty dollar tier, and you don't have to stay. It doesn't have to be every month. You can It'd donate be a one time deal. That's fine because if you have a topic you're thinking about and you want it done reasonably fast or you want it done at all, you should really look at the tiers. Seriously, the twenty dollar tier is the best fucking bang for your buck. You're gonna get. A shout-out on the show. Boom. You're going to get a sticker. Boom. You're going to get a free episode for that month. Boom. You can suggest an episode, and we will contact you when we record it and maybe try to get you on the show. And be on the show. Yeah. And you're going to get a motherfucking T-shirt. Mm-hmm. 20 bucks. For what? 20 bucks, that's the best money you can spend on this what? show. What was the name of that tier again? That is the Liver Eating Johnson tier. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Because Liver Eating Johnson is the baddest motherfucker that we've ever covered on here. And if you give us $20, you are literally on the same level as Liver Eating Johnson. For the us. baddest for... motherfucker on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then you could get licked by a frog. 
Yeah. And I mean, if you're an unknown businessman, you can give us a dollar. Yeah. Or if you want to be a nerd and fight vampires with us, you can give us $5. Or if you want to be our best crime friend and go back in time and rob a bank in California with us, you can do that for 10 bucks. Nice. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So, with that being said... Just because you can't see out in the lights, I know. You are fucking awful at this. <laughs> He's God got great transition. Son. He can't end the show. Fuck. Just because you can't fuck up the ending of the show every motherfucking time you try to do it, even though we've been doing it for a year. Whoa, doesn't whoa. Doesn't mean your name's not Kevin Heyer, but it is. It is. <laughs> well, just because you can't see out in the dark. Doesn't then... mean your door knocker's not going to be at a hard 90. Maybe. Oh, shit. <laughs> I love it. That's clever and sexual. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but my, my, my door knocker's only at a hard 90 when you're around, buddy. <laughs> Now when I'm sitting, it's at 180 because I'm sitting. With my <laughs> if, it's going, <laughs> if it's going to hard 90, that means you're holding it down. Don't let it hold down. That's gonna he's gonna that's pull not, something. That's not good for your uh, urethra. Your tentacle is gonna yeah. get hurt. That's not well, good for you. Just because you can't see out in the dark doesn't mean that a wall is gonna get randomly scratched by a bunch of but- butcher knives. Maybe that's true. Well, just because you can't see out in the dark doesn't mean, doesn't mean a, a ghost, ghost is not gonna try to choke you to death in a pool. No, I was gonna say sexually touch your neck and just give you a little. Oh, you look a little tan, right there with the swimming. Yeah, sensual water loose, massage. Loose, loose just because up. you can't see out in the dark doesn't mean somebody's not working across the lawn. With no, you got to do it right. Uh, we got to break it down. Sorry. What it actually means is just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. Okay, blow, blow, kisses in the back of the neck. Kiss you, love you. Adios. Goodbye.